1: To hope for the
3: Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and the Always Smiling Faces podcast. Almost on time tonight. Almost. Believe it or not, we're all sat here about three minutes before quarter. Then Deckard decided to go outside for a can. <laughs> yeah, I need. Sorry, I apologize. I need to top up. <laughs> <laughs> and boys we've had some time to to calm down uh over, over the weekend's uh, results which haven't really gone in our favor other than the following one but we'll we'll get on everything uh, soon enough within the next hour uh, so first of all how how are you all doing everybody well decker i'm
2: absolutely brilliant man i'm always great always great only where you should be bestie you good i'm all right I. Eh? Mark, mm-hmm. that was a <laughs> bit hard. Any blisters
0: today? Oh, it's not the same one. It's not, it's not a blister as much as just like a hole in my foot. Right, okay. <laughs> so
3: there's a hole in your foot?
0: Well, it's it's a blister. I mean, my shoes give us a blister and then that's obviously the blisters burst straight away. And that's what's given us a hole in my foot. It's been two weeks now and it's just a scab on my heel now. But it's tender. It's tender, boys. I can't. It... One minute in, we're talking about
3: besties burst bistads. Can it honestly, best you don't get this anywhere else? Well, if, you... if we're
0: gonna, if on that tack, I've also got a hole in my finger. I don't know if you can see it,
3: yeah, I can, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, oh, I, had a, a, I had a, a walk there for about 20 years and I've I, I used like this acidy stuff to get it off last week, and it's it's worked, but I've just got a hole in my hand now as well. So I'm, I'm kind of like a, yeah. I'm like a straw. If you suck, if you suck your finger and I put my foot in water. <laughs> Amazing. He hasn't, he hasn't got a wart
1: in his finger anymore, but he can uh, touch the bone <laughs> in there.
0: Excuse me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, let, let's get down to business. Uh, I'm pretty sure that... I, I'm all right is...
1: as well, thanks, Chris.
3: I've just said that and you ignored us. <laughs>
1: I, I know, but I didn't get a chance to answer.
3: All right, okay, well, no, it makes a change. About,
1: two concerns his foot. easy uh,
3: he are he you, Mark, are you
1: well? I'm I'm well. I've, I must say I'm even better for seeing that lovely new intro that we've got and the, and the lovely new... Uh, Background, but which we had at the weekend as well. But uh, it's, it's nice to see it live on a Q&A, isn't it? New
2: music, new intro, new background. The music's taken me some, some, something to get used to. Like, I'm not gonna lie, uh, it's,
3: it's taken, taken me a this. little bit as well. Because if you notice, yeah. I press the video, then I stop the video, then I start it again because I don't know what's actually <laughs> happening there. That's twice the, the two times <laughs> I've had to use it, I've, I've done both it both times. So, God yeah. knows what I'm doing there, but yeah, as Mark said, we do have a new layout, we've got new backgrounds. Um, we don't want to have a, a new logo, but it has been revamped on the All Smile Faces podcast. And obviously, you would have noticed that the Gallagher Shots logo has all been changed and rebranded too. Um and, and that is for something which, I know I said this on the last one, we're hoping to announce something soon. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully very soon in the next 24 hours. But are you all right, Bestie? I'm seeing if I can grab the corner of the style, but it's really hard to do. because. <laughs> I'm on the right- I-, I thought
1: he was just going I thought he was going It's this It's this close It's only that first it's, it's That's close. what I thought at first <laughs> I
2: think I'm That's right. what
3: it is there That's it It's really hard to do that Really hard Right So So Let's get down to it So obviously won the back of, of that 1-1 draw uh, The Villa um, a game which was this is what I want to talk about so it was a game which was touted as a must win and I think must win has been the the sentence and the the, the accumulation of words which have been used the most over the last week um or with fact, the word accumulation yeah. chris accumulation yeah <laughs> accumulation um but we'll get on the accumulation points later as well because that's <laughs> what it's all about remember um so um before kickoff was it a must win? Or was it only after kickoff? Yeah, Sorry, after full-time, where Bruce decided that that game wasn't a must-win? Start with you, Bessie, because you shook your head first. I don't think it
0: was a must-win. No. Uh, I think it, it's when you look at the, the, the last three games, is it? Wolves, Villa and uh, that other team that they played, um, there's a West Brom. Um, I, it's hard, isn't it? Because Wolves have been a reasonable team over the past couple of years, had a rough season so far. West Brom are crap. Um, But Allardyce's manager, playing at the Hawthorns, I mean, I'm I'm not making excuses here or kind of out like that. The the three games were all awful, all terrible. Um, But Villa, again, I I don't buy into the must-win thing yet. Um, I think the games that you must win, these are games that if you win, the games later become slightly less important. We're getting towards a point now, Brighton, because Brighton won on Sunday, that game becomes massive um, next weekend. Um, that's more of a must-win than the Villa one. The Villa one would have be been nice to have one, but I, I, I don't mind. Villa aren't in the relegation shape, but by that, if we are beating teams that are around with, if we can beat Brighton, um, we've got Sheffield United coming up. I think we've got Burnley as well, haven't we? Yeah. In the next few weeks? I think so, yeah. Beating the teams around with is far more important than beating the teams mid-table higher than that. So if you had to pick one game to win, it will be, well, because we haven't won any of it will be Brighton. Um. It makes it
3: makes sense to say, but the point which which you really have to touch on is, yes, we do have to win those games with, with the teams around us, but you're awesome for hoping those not to pick up other points from other teams, which is yeah. kind of what they're doing.
0: Yeah, a lot of them are. I mean, Fulham have had a pretty decent run of play. Brighton won yesterday. Um, Even though there was a point at which West Brom looked as if they could possibly um, catch up, and maybe they will, you know. Um, Sheffield United have kind of sucked Chris Wilder and don't look any better because of it. They got beat 5-0 off mm. uh, Leicester, wasn't it, the other day? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I don't buy into it being just... Waiting, sorry, must-win games just yet. Um, but, yeah, with every game that we don't win, the games become more important. And as I say, we've got teams to play around with. I, I do think we'll get relegated um, by the by, But I think the, the games that we we'll play against, as I say, um, Fulham, Sheffield United... Brighton are the ones that are Burnley are the ones that will must win Fulham maybe not because that's last game of the season and they'll probably be like 10th by then so
3: mm. <laughs> they'll be challenging for you by then hey, yeah. take out what's your thoughts on, on the must win situation because it was mentioned in our WhatsApp group um, o- over the last couple of days about about this scenario that we'll find ourselves in where th- so far this season we've played about 20 must win games and won none of them um, h- how many must win games have right. we got left
2: um I agree with Bestie, and I think I did in the group at the time, that I think the term must win gets used all the time. I, I go back to last season. I remember there was a game we had. I think it was the third or fourth game, even in the Rafa. I remember, God, how many minutes? Seven minutes? I mentioned them. Um, I remember, I think we played Huddersfield away and so much. Oh, this is a must win. And I'm like, whoa, hang on. Like, it's just not. Like, it isn't. However, there's, there's certain games that I feel can be must win for confidence within the group, within the team themselves. But in terms of must-win for points, I mean, there's still nine games to go. So it's clearly not must-win. Because must-win to me is a bit like when we played West Ham last game of the season, you remember? And we won. Yeah. That That is must-win. You've got to win that game to, to stay in the division. So them, them are must-wins. But I agree with the sentiment that we're running out of time and we're running out of – not free hits, that's totally the wrong phrase – but I mean – we're running out of games where oh, there's another one gone. But we've got we've got nine to go. We've got eight to go. Mm. We've got seven to go. And all of a sudden, you start ticking down really, really quickly. Um, I feel like the Brighton game is as must-win as, as a game can be. That's how I feel. That game yeah. feels like that.
3: It really does. Do you think I'll come to you, Mark. Do you think a lot of that lies on, on the weekend's game against Brighton? And we know how big that is now. Do you think a lot of that depends on what happens on Friday night where you've got Fulham v Leeds? If Fulham pick up a result there, that does turn that game we, we that means we're chasing then and and it's a position where we haven't Jeez. been in so far. We 100%. could be in the relegation zone looking to crawl back out.
1: Yeah I think that that is definitely a must-win game and I, I get the, the the thing around it's it's not a must-win until you, you you're gonna be behind on points. Ironically the must-win game that deck like I said we, we didn't actually in the end need to win it because the other results went went That's our true. way
3: yeah. but but we didn't know that going. When, the game.
1: No, no, but you, you look at that game and, and think we have to win that one because if we don't, then that means Brighton then move away from us. That makes us getting out of it much, much more difficult than we are. So, yes, if you don't win it points wise, we're we're not we're not down. So when you're looking at that from that point of view, it's not win. But in the overall scheme of things, from confidence as Deca says, from keeping them in touch with we're looking at the Fulham game, as you've just mentioned, Chris, it it all points to if we don't take points from that game, then we are massively, massively in the shit. So, if if you're not looking at it as as a must-win game, it's a very, very big, big game for us to to be going into, and we've got to approach it right.
3: Mm. And like like I said, said, um, I'll I'll come to you, Bestie, Um, like I said there, that it could be the first time this season where we're looking down the barrel here in the relegation zone, possibly come our game, our next game, where you said there that we and you are expecting us to get relegated. As soon as we drop into that relegation zone, do you think that's that's our fate sealed? Not necessarily, no. I mean, as De- I said,
0: there's still nine games left for us. I mean, I think I think we've got a game in hand on Fulham, so that'll be two we games do. in hand. yeah. There'll be two games in hand by the time we are coming to play Brighton because they play first against Leeds. But um, but yeah, I'm not. I, I, I don't think that when we're going to the bottom three, there's no chance to come back out. And that's it. That they're done for. I, I think there's um, enough games that we've got to play against the teams in the relegation kind of mix up. And also, you look at the, 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 all the teams down there. They've got pretty uh, difficult runnings. Um, that I took from, from the best of me recollection. I mean, We have, we've still got Liverpool, Tottenham mm. um, to play. We've got a few more then um, that escape us at the minute. Um, Man City, I think, as well, haven't you we? Know, Man City might be one there, Mark Guy. Um, so I, I don't think it's necessarily a case of as soon as we hit the 18th, that's it, we're down. Um, there's still a couple of months to go yet. I just can't see Newcastle um, under Bruce uh, kind of working out how to score goals. I mean, the... I think I made the point on um, on, on, on Friday night that it was the that scored the goals. And again, he scored the one against Wolves as well, but didn't score against uh, West Brom. So that's three games now we're getting for a month where it's just been defender scoring goals. And that's how mm. it started under Bruce. Um, I, I don't think... Well, let's be frank. I think he's a rotten manager. I don't think he's a good manager. I don't think he knows how to... Even now, what his best team is. Um, and I think we will take with them if not this season. If if he stays and we stay up this season, then we'll finish twentieth next season. Um, mm. I think. But yeah, um, there's a lot of football to play. I just don't think we'll be good enough in the long run to get over it properly. I think yeah. you can see Brighton. Brighton beat um, Southampton and looked pretty good doing it yesterday. Form started playing well. Uh, Burnley picked up a result at the weekend as well. They beat. were um, oh, brilliant! Everton, uh, oh, brilliant. Everton, they beat two-one. Everton seemed to lose the bottom four teams just constantly. Like we beat them, they beat them. and beat them. They beat well, I think. Um. So yeah, I, I just I see the other teams picking up points where we don't. Basically,
2: have yeah. you ever noticed that as well? Sorry, to interrupt there, but have you ever noticed that when we get a really good result, like I'll go back to that Everton game, I thought was a tremendous result. I thought we played really, really well. Every time we get it, what I feel is a good result. Seem, the same, the same team seems to lose against everybody else anyway. Like yeah. as you met Burnley beat them, someone else, Fulham beat them not so long after we beat them, and. A game that I think is really, really a good win for us actually turns out to be well, actually, everyone else is beating them as well. Like, it, yeah. it's strange that, but it happens quite often. I think that, like,
3: for us, yeah, you're probably right. Um, and people that are watching, I do want to say we will turn this into a, a question answer. So, if you do want to start firing questions across, then, then I'll, I'll come to them uh, as we can. Uh, Bessie mentioned there that we don't look like winning. We don't look like at scoring goals, And it looks like Bruce can't set the team up, the score goes, which takes us right back to, to that start lineup against Villa. And I'll come to you, Digger. Um, we're playing this, this front three system um, and, and Dwight Gale's on the left-hand side. Any Newcastle fan watching knows that, that Dwight Gale does not play on the left-hand side. If you're going to put him anywhere, you're going to put him through the middle, not in what do you class as a winger type role on that side. And, and, we saw in times during that game, and we saw how well in the championship Shelby and Dwight Gale linked up between each other with Shelby pinging those balls over the top four, Gale, to run onto. At what point does, does Steve Bruce and the coaching staff, and, and I mentioned them all here, every single one of them, even Graham Jones, which which have everybody uh, managed to get excited about over the first couple of games. Surely someone has to look at this and thinking, hang on a second, like what, why is Dwight on the left?
2: Exactly. I mean, listen, I mean, i go back to the game I've just mentioned there, the Everton game. Um, it was a success. You can't deny that. It worked very, very well. Um, but we had we we had the personnel that makes that formation work. I mean, in fairness, you've got Almiron playing this, what could you call it, false nine, number 10, or whatever it is, hmm. it suits him down to the ground, that particular role. Wilson, well, lucky enough, can play this sort of right-hand side forward, um, and still become a dangerous player for centrally. and This is where I get really annoyed, and I mentioned this, I think, straight after the um, one last game there against Villa, is, listen, you've got a plan, right, and you set up for the players that you've got, and I understand that. But when, when them three players get injured, you have to look at it and go, right, is Gale capable of playing left wing? Probably not. Is Fraser capable of playing as a central striker? Or a false nine, probably not. So let's play them, you know, it's bad enough as it is losing them players, but you're putting in reserve players who you don't think are good enough to start a normal game, and you're then asking them to play out of position. Uh, it beggars belief to me how you think that's that's good. Especially belief, when the, they were
1: basically playing in each other's position as well, which, exactly, which yes. made it even more ridiculous.
2: Yeah, if Fraser wasn't a left winger, just hide oh, that one out there, then all right, well, maybe he's trying to really just come up with something. But when you've actually got players on the field that are capable of playing in their natural position, but you're choosing not to, I just haven't got a clue what's going on. I really don't. And as I said the year before, after the after the Villa game was, he had said that he, he didn't go with Carroll and Gale or whatever it was because it would change the shape of what we've been working on. But, you, you know, you've had 10 days here, maybe longer, to, to change the shape. And as I mentioned at that time, and I'll say it again, Good managers change formation and shape in game. In yeah. game, can change tactics. We can't change it within ten days. So, what chance have you mm. got? Marco,
3: well, they they, I'll, they I'll changed
1: their. I was gonna say, they changed their formation at least three times that I can think of during that game, um, and it and it took us until the what the the eighty, eightieth minute something like that to to make the change of, and go with bring Murphy on and and get to there. Whereas. They brought on a substitute, then brought on a couple together, and it just it just goes to show you that you you've got you've got to adapt to to what's on the pitch and in front of you. And if something's not working, you make changes, you tweak it. He said himself, he he played with them the way that he had for an hour, and then he then he changed it.
3: It Was just we just we so, could just see just before the sixtieth minute, where he changed yeah. it.
1: We could see yeah. well, well before the 60th minute it wasn't working. We picked up on it straight away and we're talking about it during the game. So it it's just he's so slow to react to anything that, that happens on the pitch in front of him. We'll sit there talking about it for ages. People are on Twitter. People are on social media talking about exactly the same things. And it either doesn't change or it changes too late. Mm. I'd yeah, love to know what the players the, the, are thinking,
2: by the way. I'd love to know yeah. what Gail and Fraser think. Well, I mean, because the rest of the team's probably in the right position. Let's give, let's say that, right? Yeah, but there's yeah. two players that are glaringly obvious to me that are out of position. And I would love to know what Gail thinks when he looks at that. that sh- the team sheet and goes, left wing gaffer? Like, what?
3: Yeah. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. Um, Bessie, I'll come to you. And th- this comes from a manager, and I will show it on screen here uh, because it is Neil who sends it in. Um, uh, Bruce said many times that he doesn't do tactics. I think when we obviously saw those quotes, I know they've been dug up from the past, um, way back. But I think we all laughed that off, thinking, "Nah, that's obviously just being taken out of context and things like that." But I think it's pretty—it's shown pretty evident right now that he doesn't do them. Um, he literally sets up at the start of the game, and if something goes wrong, then there's no backup. There's no way out of that. It's either that way or nothing at all.
0: Yeah, that's that's something that um, I mean, I, I, that quote was from um, an interview we did. At Sunderland, with um, often the Guardian, Louise Taylor, um. So I mean, that's a, a decade old, at least that quote. And it, if you asked fans of, I'm sure a lot of Hull fans would agree. Villa fans certainly would agree. Sheffield Wednesday didn't really get a, a great deal of time to kind of assess him as a manager, I suppose. But I, I would suspect that a lot of them would agree as well. He, he doesn't, he 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 doesn't do tactics at all, really. He, he kind of um. I saw a a little clip from an um under the Kosh podcast this weekend. I don't know if you saw was it was an ex Birmingham striker, and I forgot forget the bloke's name now, so You'll be watching, but apologies anyway. Where he said like, he said basically what we've said about Bruce, where he kind of brings strikers on because he thinks strikers score goals without any thought to how strikers score goals or getting in the right positions. You think see, Bruce seems to think if you've got four strikers on a pitch, you're four times likely to score a goal. Yeah. You put a striker in goal while well, you might score a goal, he's a striker. Where, like, it, uh, uh, but ironically, kind of...
1: he had a he had a striker on the pitch, and he didn't play him in a forward position at the weekend.
0: <laughs> it, it is, is like, had, guess, well, I, but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any any any, any doubt. I mean, when you look at, I, I'm going to do it 12 minutes later than Decker did, but when Brittas was there, I mean, we we all met him, and I I, I wanted to see him just before uh, Rowan Vine. It was Martin. Thank you. you're right. Um. It was just before we played Derby um, in the Championship. I, I met Rafa and had a, a dekes about it. Cheers, Um Around the training ground and he had this dossier. And we, we obviously couldn't read it because you, know, it, it, but you could see this kind of um, laminated kind of portfolio on Derby. And it was taken from TV uh, captures of when they played a the game. And it was... Can you remember the one that came out um, about Newcastle when I think Mourinho was at Chelsea? And it was this thing, and this is like 15 20 years ago now. And it was like, you've got to attack Robbie Elliott. Robbie Elliott was a weak link.
3: Oh, yeah, so,
0: yeah. And this was a similar kind of thing about, about Derby. But yeah, obviously, I didn't get to read it, but you just kind of saw it. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And he, Benitez, was uh, has a reputation of being a bit kind of impersonable. And he wants you to kind of play in this really calculated way. He wants you to kind of, you've, you've got like a Chess piece, you've got to do this when that happens. You've got to, if he moves that way, you've got to move this way. And there's not much room for interpretation. Whereas, whereas, you look uh, Bruce, I think, is more of a kind of a, a proper football man, as they say, where he, he wants you to go out and roll your sleeves up and all these cliches that gloves the gloves are off graft the shit. result out. Yeah, graft the result out, and then you can have a have a good, a good bag of chips on the bus on the way home. And, yeah. and Bruce, I mean, maybe I'm doing him a disservice there, but I don't think I am. I think that's very much his kind of school of management. It is what Keegan did. It's, it's what Keegan did. It was okay twenty-five years ago, thirty years ago, but in 2021, it's not how a Premier League manager has to manage. You've got to you've got to manage your players so kind of uh, with that attention to detail because otherwise you just get run over. over
3: you've got to run. micromanage them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was yeah. a um, there was a Villa player. People said it was Jack Grealish. It wasn't Jack Grealish, but it was someone at the club at that time, said that Bruce was, like, turned up a training and was just putting a ball in the middle of the pitch and saying, right, let's play five a side or 11 a side today, lads. Like, there was no tactical meeting. There was no tactical approach. Um And I was listening to Stephen Gerrard on Robbie Fowler's podcast. I don't think any of you would have watched it, but I did. Um, and the question, obviously, gets thrown to him, you know, who's the, the best manager that the, you've worked with? And um he said, Rafa. You know, he said, Rafa, in terms of tactical, you know, he says he just wants to he grabs you to one side all the time, telling you, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. You know, He says, it can be tedious, it can be, but he says, it's what you need to get to that next level. And he says, like, it was a certain day of yeah. the week, he knew, it was a certain day of the week, he says, we go into training and know, oh, it's Thursday, for example, this is Rafa's day. And he said, Rafa would not be involved in every single coaching session, but you knew mm. when Rafa said, tomorrow it's my day, you knew that day was going to be the most important day of the week. That's what he said, and I was like, wow, that's, that's an amazing know. statement.
0: I don't know if Rafa did this for you lads, but when we it was me, Michael Martin, um, friend of the podcast, obviously, and uh, Taylor <laughs> all went together. And um, Rafa's teach Rafa's saying, "Do you know how to defend the corner?" And we're going well, man, not really, like not obviously not to the degree that you would do. So he stands he stands, what up, moves chairs around, moves office furniture around. Right, when you defend the corner, you do this is, and it was just so like you just think like I just kind of, I think Zolo Martin was everyone goes, ah, "Zola Martin's all the crap," but he's going right, you put your best head of the ball at the back post because he's the one who's going to get then you get if you're you put your best head of the ball in the middle because he's got a better chance but he's moving he's literally grabbing us and moving around to tell how to defend a corner and it was like it's not just up, took man. some
3: effort to move you around mate
0: I was bigger at the time oh no I wasn't I was about this way because I've kind of <laughs> but um, I didn't have those feet at the time Like, so I was a uh, was aerodynamic <laughs> but, um, but it was that level of kind of even then in like that five minute period that level of detail where you think you play. I mean the level of football we've all played, I don't know that I was a decent player back in the day before we, whatever happened. Um, what like injuries? What kind uh, <laughs> specials happened? It it guy, that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. College press special in the ten minute preview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <but> <laughs> basically, it was if, if you're the tallest bloke. I, I played a little bit defensive. I, I played in the league. I'm awful in the air. I'm six foot five. I'm, I'm shocking in the air. I'm a coward. So, but because I'm so tall, right? Best of you going mark me a big lad, and that's literally what it was. And it, from that to what Benitez was, I think Bruce lies probably nearer at that side of things than than saying right, you've got to mark this area because you do that, and he's good in the air, so you've got to do. It. And it was just it was quite eye opening, and that was in like a minute. That was kind of to I see th- how he
2: how he did it. I think as well. I think what we all have to remember: a coach has been brought in to help Steve Bruce tactically or whatever whatever it is, and. That, I think that tells the biggest story, right, that he's needing help from the outside to to be better tactically or whatever it may be. Um, and I think that that's a huge concern. I think it just kind of sums up what we already know, that he's not good enough in the either try to draft someone in to help him, <laughs> him yeah, which it's, is it's like, out of his depth, right? That's just what it is. It's like getting the probation
0: at work extended, isn't it? A bit like it's, oh, God, I'm not very
2: good a at this. A little bit it is, yeah. Yeah, no. it is a little bit, yeah. And I think I mean I know I know we've all you know listen we could we could go all night and slag him right. Everyone in the comments could go all night and slag him. I think the the, the other point to make here is we don't want to have to do that. Like we don't Look. want to sit here for an hour or whatever, however long we go, and just sit and slag him off. Christ, I wish everything was rosy and I wish we were playing good football and we were all wrong. Our original opinions
3: of Steve Bruce was wrong, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, we're not.
2: We weren't wrong.
3: And I think no. I think I'll come to you, Mark. I think we'll have to remember when Danny Rose came, um, he, he said he was shocked um with the likes of the training method. It was like holiday camp, I think he referred to it as <laughs> that just holiday camp, come on, like that, that speaks volumes.
1: Yeah, I, I guess anybody that's watched the, the Spurs documentary would have will have seen, you know, how, how Jose goes about their their training and stuff like that. So coming from that into into Newcastle the to be faced with Steve Bruce and his his tactics and, and training is, is going to be night and day for, for any player. Um, but it's it's just worrying that when you you speak to any fan of any other club that he's been at, any of the players that he's been uh, a manager of, of, they they all talk about that kind of way where he he just yes, he might be a good man manager and stuff like that, but he's just he just doesn't know how to. To, to, to coach them, to, to get them playing this, in the correct this is way. I'll
3: interrupt here. This is what we hear. We hear that Steve Bruce is a great man manager. What we've seen over the last couple of weeks it, it, it's completely polar opposite with absolutely players under the, yep. the, the bus. And, and what we're... We're, we're talking about two players in a week, mate, probably more, because you're looking at obviously the way the, the whole Dolo incident was, was handled. Dolo found that he wasn't going to be starting in the press. And then obviously he, he goes and thre- uh, throws Matt Ritchie under the bus that then doesn't. Um, want to, to confront that scenario there and then. He would rather dwell on it for three days and let Matt Ritchie get himself wound up. Um, and if you're going to choose one player or avoid one player to wind themselves up over a weekend, it's going to be Matt Ritchie. Um, so is he a great man manager? Um, Shelby will probably have you believe that. Do you, do you he's know, not showing
1: much sorry. of it, is he? At the, at the minute, like as you say, with the, all of the, the excuses that he's coming out, all of the, the finger pointing towards players. I mean, I think, I think this was this this weekend's game was the only time in in recent history that I can't remember him mentioning certain players and not doing something right um he, he talked about the fact that it was was a was a fluke goal that we conceded and stuff like that, and that we showed character to get back into it. But he didn't he didn't finger point for any of the mistakes like like he has, as you've just mentioned. um he, Even when in the last game when we we, we got the draw, he, he talked about the fact that Joe had missed chances and stuff like that, and that we've 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 got to we've got to take them and stuff like that. So when even when he's trying to be positive about things, he's, he's still he's still pointing fingers. I think, at, at I think he might have players.
3: actually um, pointed his finger at Bravka as well for, for the goal that was conceded, uh, which he should have done yeah. better at, but, but he went and called him out in the press as well, straight after the game. So there was a number of players during that one game, yeah. Um, yeah. all that build-up to that one game, and, and obviously the aftermath, which, which he's, he's called <laughs> out. Um, I, I could see you itching there. Um, to, Sorry,
2: to uh, it was not, I think, important. I just had a question for you, it was really in regards to what, your thoughts on this. I agree totally with the man management comment that loads of people say he's a good man manager and cetera, And I think we all sort of are on the fence with that one. Maybe. Um, do you think though that the players have are still playing for him? Do you think? Because because I do actually, you know, I do. I, I actually, I don't think they've necessarily thrown the towel in, which I am surprised at, considering the the the, the, the media comments he makes and things like that. I still I still feel that they the pulling for the shirt, which. Which just surprises I think, that, I,
3: I think that speaks volumes. I think yes they, they may be pulling for the shirt and playing for, for the badge on the front of the shirt, mate, but I think it's clear to see that I don't think there's any much I don't think there's much respect between players, a manager and coach at the moment. Um and I think as a fan base we can see that and everything which has happened. Um when the club and the team should be pulling together uh, to, to get ourselves out of this scrap, it looks like the polar opposite compared to the teams around
2: it, it them. does. I feel like under, let's say, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Imagine that they weren't playing under. I'm trying to trying to think. I mean, McLaren, perhaps. I don't know. Like so, that Villa game, I feel, I just feel that like we wouldn't have scored in the last minute. I don't feel. I think we're just getting to be two or three by that stage. I, and I, 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 don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But um...
1: no, I think I think it's a it's a good point that you you made. I think the, the, the there's a certain amount of the players that that have a desire. Not to want to go down, and I don't think it's for for Bruce. I think it's mm. for the fans more than anything because of the relationship that they've got with us and the the fact that when we're well, we professional the pride, and stuff like that. Yeah, they, and, professional and pride. Yeah, that's, that's the other bit, thing. Yeah. If having having that, they don't they don't want a relegation on their mm. on their CV to, to go down like that. So yeah, for <laughs> some some of them, it would be another one. Um, but I'm I don't know. I don't, I don't get. There's, there's just been too many comments and stuff like that around, from from players like senior players as well around that type of thing, where the 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 not getting almost the not back the, the it's not that the not saying the back in the steve bruce but they're not coming out with those positive reinforcement of of him and believing in him and stuff like that they're they're more talking about the the
0: run the army's race in person at the pentagon army 10 miler general registration is now open go to army10miler.com to register today general registration presented by general dynamics register today at army10miler.com
1: we have They'll get out of it. The the committed to getting out of it and stuff like that. So it's they're talking about themselves as players, as a group, rather than kind of having belief in that Steve Bruce is the man to to help them get out of it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've got a question for you, bestie. Um, yeah, it, it's obviously uh, on the back of that one. But Nielsen's question is: Is relegation a real issue uh, to the players when they'll still be paid the same <laughs> wages in the Premier League? Is uh, sorry, uh, as in the Premier League. Um, there's rumours. Last week, that there aren't many um, relegation clauses in these playoff contracts where if we do get relegated, then their wages stay exactly the same. They don't take any cuts. That That's a huge concern for a club who's, well, like every single club, there's been huge financial burdens over the last 12 months, uh, probably longer now. Um, that's a huge concern for any team that gets relegated on top of everything else that goes with it.
0: It's just so... I mean, it's it's happened before. I'm sure when we went down, maybe even both times we've gone down, actually, I'm sure we've had loads of players that haven't had that relegation clause. So, like, and when you think of the players we had in the Championship, both times that have been around from the previous season, more so the first time round when you had, like, Nolan, uh, Coluccini, Enrique uh, Gutierrez, me um, Duff to start with, obviously went to, went to full a million a season. But, yeah, that, um I don't think it's, it's concerned. but In the short term, it might not be a concern for the players. If we get relegated and we've still got the same player, if we have exactly the same playing staff, hypothetically, this time next year, um, then the club will probably be bust because we wouldn't have the TV money coming in or it might actually just have to put another hell of many tens of millions in because to cover the wages. Um, and it, There's only a finite, as, as well run in inverted commas, financially we are, balance sheet champions and all that. Um, that in the championship won't go very far, and but I think we'd find out very quickly that we'll be in trouble, so yeah, I think, um, I think there'll be. And the problem with that is if you get relegated, you if you've got like let's for argument's sake, Miggy on 60 grand a week out, yeah, that might be miles out, but if that's the figure, you can't afford to pay that in the championship, so you need to sell him. And if you need to sell somebody, then you've got to accept a lower lower bid, um, Mm. a lower offer, big pardon. Um, so think- yeah, um, it could be it could be a big problem. That it could be a big problem. Sorry, apologize.
2: I did that Sorry, again. Did that. That. Sorry. I, I, Sorry. I was going to say though. I, I, I nearly did it, at
0: Mark. Earlier when he's on about players having relegations on the CV. If I was a footballer, I wouldn't put it on there. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, if I when I'm writing my CV for a new job, I, I don't put like when my flexy was bad or like that. I wanna, will not mention that. <laughs> Steve, Steve like, Bruce won't have anything on his CV, then will he? He'll just be blank. <laughs> It'll be a few I think prom- that, promotions. To the...
1: Yeah, I, I won the cup. I, I got uh, Hull to the cup final. That's that'll be about it. That's that's his CV,
2: and that's the end of it. The, I think that's a tough one. You know, this is just me. I'm not playing devil's advocate here at all, but I just look at it sometimes how I see things, and I think to be able to get Saint Maxim to sign a new contract, to be able to get Wilson to join, and not really, and like what sorry? we? You you think you'd get you'd get them to sign a new contract? No, I not what's happening, man. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying what's difficult. Like, what? Sorry, no, 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 no. <laughs> like to say to the player, oh, by the way, you have to have a relegation clause in there. They might say no to that. They might say no, no. Like you know, yeah, they, that's that's me wage, and it, and it's it's you're in this sort of tug of war, aren't you? Of like, well. Shit, like, he, 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 we can't have it in, but if we don't, then he can go. So, and then, and also, I'm all, I'm always about the mentality and the culture of a football club, and that I think it's so important. And I just feel like, and again, I, I could be wrong here, but having that opinion, you know, you're sitting down with every single of your top players going, we'll put this relegation clause in case we get relegated. I, I just feel like as a club, you need to move away from that and have the culture of we're not going to go down, and, you know, we're signing you for five years because we believe we're going to go places. And the token of that is, I don't believe St Maximum would say, oh, yeah, I agree to that. they like, drop me wages 50% if we go down. Like I, I just can't imagine big players or good players seeing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's just my opinion, anyway.
0: It's a big risk, though, and I don't think... I think if you're doing that, I think you've got to point out that, I think St Maximum, and, or if you do put on his contract for next year, then you're paying him more now to off, almost offset it. The mm-hmm. problem right. is yeah. the, the short-termism in that, in, a, in appointing someone as head coach who... Is not a Premier League standard manager in his, in my opinion, yes. seldom been yes. one. Um, it's it's all well and good being a Premier League club in as far as contracts, playing mm. contracts are concerned, but if you're not going to do the things behind the scenes, we we all yes have yeah. talked before about them having like ice baths and wheelie bins and mm. paddling pools and whatever it was. Um, the infrastructure is not there, and that that goes as far as the staff, the training ground, the, the management. It's just we were not a Premier League standard football club at the minute.
2: And <laughs> something else I'll add on that one, I, I honestly feel like it's the bad eggs that would stay. I feel like St. Wilson, uh, Almirato, they'll just go anyway. They, they will, They'll because they want to play at the top level. Absolutely. It's the yeah. bad eggs that would hang around and go, Mint, I'm getting paid You know, X and I'll just yeah. stay. And that's the problem you've got, Like to be fair. As we're, yeah, as we're talking about
0: at half-time the other day as well, um, it's a World Cup year next year. So if we go down and you've got player, I mean St maximums not in a France um lineup is he at the minute, but like if even if I didn't get the World Cup, Jeff Hendricks would be going, but well, I want to be in the Premier League, I mean that might not be that might not be the worst thing to be
2: honest with you. Get rid but of me, like please now delegate <laughs> <but laughs> <like>, us now. <laughs> but
0: like Northern Ireland, you've got Jamal Lewis, you've got um Kevin Clark. Kievan Clark with Ireland, yeah. Player yeah. uh, who Fraser with uh, Scotland. Callum Wilson, Callum Wilson's being
2: Wilson he's playing England. Yeah, he's he's away. He, he would be gone, wouldn't he? Well, yeah. There is there are certain players we know would be
3: gone. Well there yes, you know has been the a question mean. in um That's we're too I was far up, say, but I'll, would, I'll come to you more. Um what well, one other question in is our star on eleven, um which players would you imagine um uh, do a runner if we were to get relegated? I think it's it's too much of an open question that one, but let's say obviously we spoke about the if international players. Stay, they,
1: who, would, who,
3: would stay? who would stay? Yeah, um but We'll go under the same premises as when we got relegated under. Well, when McLaren basically they uh, took it down, um, I know Rafa took over. But um, there was Wynaldum, Suzuko, and Townsend. who else? Townsend. Yeah, Matt.
1: Um, jan Matt as well. Yeah,
3: Matt. You could put in there. But say if you're going to pick the three players, uh, four players, we'll see uh, out of the, the team, who will be the first ones out the door? Who's going to bring you the most money in as a football club? Starting you, Mark it's it's I a, think I've got my four in it's mind. a split
1: split up between Wilson and Saint who's going to bring in the biggest biggest transfer fee um they'll they'll definitely be out miggy mm-hmm. will be away and
0: Nebravka mm-hmm. he'll be away my
3: four anybody got anything in addition to that
0: it's obviously in it I mean you look at the team that was in the championship. Like fortunately, well, it's not fortunate because that's why we're in a situation we're in, but a lot of the playing squad now is the same as that was in the championship. So you've got Kieran Clark, Paul Dumas, uh, John Joe Shelby, um, yeah. uh, yeah, Isaac Hayden, who I think would and I think they would probably stay because he wouldn't say that any of them are much better than they were in the championship. I mean, Shelby's well, I'm not going to get that, but um. Hayden, yeah,
1: Hayden might get a move, like I would have thought.
0: After. I think Hayden's a better player now, but he still isn't. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't, you would, you don't look at Newcastle's team and see like Isaac Hayden. You, you could still
3: like... see him being in a relegation fight next season in the, the team. Yeah,
0: that yeah I think he's a, he's a he's a midland type of Premier League player. I like Isaac Hayden a lot. I really do like him, but I, I don't think you're going to get him going to like um, Liverpool or Man United. No, not he's not going he, to
1: break the the, the he, tops, but I, I could see nah. a Premier League team taking taking him
0: like. Maybe, maybe in the Norwich. If they, were, they are going to come because the ten points clear now. Someone like yeah. that, you know, someone who's going to be in a, in the, the battle at the bottom, but need that kind in of. Level, there, yeah.
1: Too far from London.
3: are <laughs> <laughs> you have any thoughts on anybody else?
2: No, I agree with the four that you've said, and, and it just makes us like. I don't want to sound too dramatic here, but it, it kind of breaks me heart to think that you've got a player like a Wilson, you've got Saint Maximum, you've got Almiron... And there's an opportunity here. We could lose these players. And, mm. like, let's say we went down, right? Okay. Which, I, do you know it is? For the first time ever, I'm swaying towards Bessie's opinion of, I think, probably we will. Mm. So, let's say we lose them, right? And let's say Bruce didn't stay in charge. And let's say we did come back up, right? I don't think we will, but let's say we did. I will always have that feeling in the back of my mind that, fuck, you know, like, we had St. Maximum, we had Almiron. Like, I don't yeah. think we'll get that calibre of player again. Like, for years? But those are those are the
3: players that that most clubs will look at and think, right? We brought these in. Let's start building a team around them right now. Yeah. And, and in our case, it hasn't been that for a long time. Um, I couldn't even tell you the last time we brought this caliber players in to to advance the team um, and progress as a football club because it always looks like the same way. We, we do okay. We start well, and we towards the end of the season, it's a case where shit, these are going to be leaving.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we 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 all thought like. We we all thought when we signed, we had a uh, you know we all thought we had a decent summer window, and uh, yeah. we were all quite excited. You know, we thought, God, like in terms of the playing staff we've got, it, it's probably the best we've had for God knows how long. And mm. uh, and I'm going to say it again, 39 minutes in, <laughs> Rafa, uh, we had Yosselu and Atsu and and people like that. You know what I mean? Like, and we, we finished 10th, 11th, or whatever it may have been. And then you you fast forward a couple of years, and you think, and this isn't this is not me sticking up for Ashley at all. I'm just saying man-for-man, staff-wise, as players, you look at the team and you think, God, like we've really enhanced that. You know what I mean? Seeing is it, such an improvement on Atsu, right? And you've brought in Fraser and et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I really felt that like was the best squad of players we've had in years. And then look where we are,
3: fourth bottom, probably going to go down. I'll, I'll cover you, Mark. I, I think we're at a point, once again, where you look under that, that season where, where um, we're playing in Europe and the only player we brought in was, was two players. There's big Ramona and... Uh, Bernanita, I think Vernon, that we brought yeah. in. Yeah. Um, it seems like once again we, we've came to that point where the club has an opportunity um to, to progress. And you like, like like I said, the summer transfer window, it, it did look like a decent transfer window if you've got the right coach in there. Um and Rafa's project was taken away from him, basically, because, because we wouldn't pay Rafa to stay on, but we'll happy to go and spunk six million. On Steve Bruce and his coaching staff, which makes it even more mental when you think about it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's that's the the problem. That's where it all stems back from. It's like you, you go out and you buy, uh, you know, a a race winning uh, thoroughbred horse, and then you've got Frankie Dottori sit there ready to ride it, and you get rid of Frankie and you stick me your bestie on it, and and hope for the <laughs> best. <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's <laughs> you, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna win. Basketball. That might be the funniest you're thing you've ever on said vacuum. on your walk. <laughs> it's There's like, an
2: image,
1: <laughs> but it's, it's, it you just, just right, right. massively, massively stink of, it. and we, we've said it, we, 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 said it at the time. It's, it stinks of that McLaren season, and we were hoping beyond all hope that we wouldn't go down that, that route. That, that we'd, yeah. we'd have lightning striking twice, but. And and that's the problem. Is Ashley's biggest gamble is is the one that that will will always cost us. He can put money in. He can buy players, but if you don't have the right person and the right team looking after them, doesn't matter who you've got on that pitch. If they if they don't know how to play together, they don't know what they are doing when they walk out over that over that line, then you're on a hiding or nothing. And and that's what we're seeing.
3: Yeah, yeah. basically, I'll, I'll come you. What's your thoughts on it? Do you think I was going right, asking the question? I'll <laughs> <say>. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you
2: could write oh, it, in it, in it.
3: Actually, I gonna. It's
0: kind of exactly what Mark said. Basically, like um, what Ashley has put a little bit of money into the playing squad this year, but that's been offset by having uh, the the world's worst head coach in charge at the same time. He did it, and uh, Mark mentioned the, the McLaren season there. That McLaren season preseason, we signed um, with, with Mitrovic came in, Ronaldo came in, was a couple of. And Bember came in ben Ivan, Ivan, Ivan Tony to, was Tovan Colvan. that summer as well. Yeah, Tovan. Um and fact I remember looking at something, hey, we've got to good I went to the preseason game. it was against Vitesh, I think, that one. And um it looked really good. And I thought, oh hang on, we're gonna have a good season here. And the parallels with the summer just gone where we I remember the podcast we did um where we will give the players marks out of ten, Now Lewis Fraser, Wilson, Hendrick, and I mean, I know Mark was upset. I mean, I gave Wilson ten out of ten, but um,
2: <laughs> but looking right, back was, on that,
0: he? he was he was very cross. But um, looking back <laughs> on that now, like, would you give him a ten out of ten for his season at this point? If he, uh, yeah, I just upset you. <laughs> <laughs> if he hadn't had the injuries, maybe he could have been a tenner, but um a
3: not tenner.
0: Like, a like tenner, a tenner. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's it's the thing where actually it, it's either a little bit of money in the and staff or it's a competent manager. And it doesn't really give us any confidence. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people who says, oh, you can't sack Bruce because they'll just get someone else in who shite as well. But that is the case. If Bruce goes, when Bruce goes, I have no faith whatsoever that he'll make a good decision. Look at the appointments they have made. Like Pardew, Kinnear, and Joe Kinnear, my, by the way, Shearer to get the fans on side, Keegan to get the fans yeah. on side. The only reason Benitez came in was because he approached the club because he'd, be, he'd been yeah. pied off by uh, Real Madrid um, <sighs> and recognised the potential that Newcastle have. So I, I've got no doubt that if it was um, if Steve Bruce is sacked whilst we're recording this, God I will, hope so bestie. God, it'll I be Mark so. Hughes in. It, Mark was on about it It could be Eddie Howe or Mark. It will be it will be Mark Hughes because if there's a decision to be made, they will make the wrong one every time. Um, he's, the, the,
1: he's been on on TV the last couple of weekends, hawking fist. himself out left, right, and centre uh, for a job. Fist. And you know but what he is? is right? He's. He I'm that...
2: he... oh, sorry, better. Bessie. He I was, was... going to say what you're going to say. Yeah, I was going to say okay. that. Like he's he's better, right? Like he's better. <laughs> so, like.
1: Shopping these days can be underwhelming, but at QVC, we believe those who love to shop deserve a living, breathing way to shop, where product descriptions are alive with demos by creators, chats with inventors, and hosts who know the most. From self-care and kitchenware to fashion trends and forever faves, at QVC, we bring life to products and products to life. Shop qvc.com slash podcast and use code QVC15podcast for $15 off $30 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life.
2: No, I don't want them, but... He's rubbish, but he's better than Bruce. Yeah. That's worrying though, isn't it? That's worrying. Because once again, after a handful of games, we're know.
3: going to be in the same position as we were right now.
2: Well, Southampton were, weren't they? South, Southampton, mm. they were going to go down. Mark Hughes came in. They had this rebound of success and everything was rosy. And then all of a sudden, within maybe three months of the new season, shite, back to normal. And we all know that would be the same. But I think Bestie made a point right at the start, actually. In in this, I actually had this thought. and I had a conversation with my dad the other day. Was okay, right? You stay up this season, right? Okay, you do. Let's see what skin in your teeth. But then we'll just go down next year anyway, because because like we will, because I, I, if we stay up the season, I can't see him getting pumped. I, I can't.
3: So mm. then then we're just going to be back where we are anyway. So well, one of the things which I mentioned to you in the WhatsApp group uh, the other day was is that we we'll really we can't see Bruce walking because. For some reason, this is the only job in the world where, when you get sacked, you get a massive payoff for, for not being good at your job, which is absolutely mental. Um, but I think it, it was announced last week um, that it looks like we will be able to attend Saint James's Park at least once this season. Um, what's what's Bruce going to be thinking there? And uh, when when Bruce heard that news. His horse must have, have twitched a little bit, like because I wouldn't want to be going into St. James's Park as Steve Bruce. I'll, I'll tell you that now. And we've mentioned uh, and gone back to this on uh, numerous occasions on this podcast that we also what happened with, with Pardew, um, with Bruce. This is a lot of anger and a lot of tension built up over the last 12 months, which fans haven't been able to let off. Steve Bruce has been sitting there on his throne, um, giving fans all sort of, of not necessarily abuse, but little, little jibes when he gets a chance to do so. And fans haven't had a chance to, to react, retaliate and let their voices be heard apart from doing things like this, which Steve Bruce went around and didn't technically call us keyboard warriors, but he, he went down that path. That will be our chance. To get in the ground once again, and there's only going to be 10,000 over there. But I tell you what, those 10,000, it'll sound like there's a hundred thousand there. Mark's got his fingers crossed there because I'm he looks like he wants to be one of those in
1: there. I pray to God that some
2: No? you get good good, in there.
0: That was unbelievable, (laughs) that wasn't it? That was unbelievable. Some 41
2: (laughs) right, Mark. are Are you there? You pray to God. That I've got a chance of being there, I think that's what he's going to say. I think so. So we'll Can come back. I, Mark, I don't think you
0: ever fuck me. I don't think <laughs> you fuck me. No, <laughs> I certainly don't. Uh, my thing is, and as much as I kind of, I, 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 I mean, I, I said it the weekend. I want to go in and call him names. I still do want to do that. But like, remember when? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Gone. Remember when? Like, we had the walkout against Cardiff when we had. We went into a game late 11 minutes. I forget which game that was. Now a few years ago, Tottenham maybe. It felt like a massive thing. It felt like it was a huge right. The whole stadium's going to go. And in the end, I, I remember that eleventh minute thing. I, we got building. Hmm. We got building because, like, no, you right. The, a lot of the fans aren't silent. <laughs> I, I just think that with the, the ten minute thing, like, <laughs> it, like it. it, it feels that like because, like, on 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 Twitter, when everyone's kind of talking about the same thing, generally speaking, we agree. Um. And you say whenever anyone's pro Bruce to get whenever anyone's pro Bruce to get, i <laughs> the abuse that they get, so I, I, even though it feels like the whole kind of the whole of the Northeast against the Bruce McCann we can't wait to get at them, you might find that there's only half of the ten thousand this theoretical ten thousand that actually would be. And I'll in answer to Corby's thing earlier, I've got Darlow, um Dummett, and Shelby. That's the four I'm thinking of. Dumit Dallo, Lassell, Shelby.
2: Winning game
0: Four players I got relegated last time. That's still in the squad. Oh, sorry, I didn't say
2: that. Yeah, Atib. But... Well, in the squad, isn't it? In the squad.
0: Yeah, so. and Atib didn't come until. Eh, yeah. I think that's who came in the championship, didn't he? In well, I had
2: uh, Kieran Clark, Dumit, Lascelles. Clark didn't come. Not to them either. Yeah. Lots of players that were in the relegation. Oh, really? oh, sorry. Apologise. Oh. Sorry. Apologise. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. Hi, Mark. Right, Hi, Mark. You had your fingers crossed. I think. Um, what were you praying?
1: I think Steve, I think Steve Bruce unplugged me. Router, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> how was your router? Did so, you say
2: <laughs> <laughs> How's my router? Did you say
1: <laughs>
2: <clears throat>
1: So, uh, from, from the second mm. I walk into that ground till the second I leave, huh? I will not stop giving him abuse. I just it, it would be my intention to make his life absolute hell for 90 minutes. That's another human just, being, I, Mark. You know what it is?
2: I, <laughs> How do you think he's going to feel I about this?
1: He's, <laughs> he has lost any respect, any minuscule amount of respect I had for him is, is long, long gone. I could not give him monkeys. I just I, want, I think, no, I think I this, want to this make his life feel very uncomfortable.
3: I think I think a lot of pundits come out and say Newcastle uh, have got to give Steve Bruce uh, more respect than what they give them. Um, Counter argument is that it, it works both ways. Um, he has to respect the fans and the fans' opinions because fans are always going to have an opinion. And it, it's not just Newcastle United; he's done this at every single club that he's been at. Taught the Sunderland fans, taught the uh, Villa fans, taught the Birmingham fans, go down the list, and he always turns around and, and blames everybody else apart from himself. When it's his team and it's his tactics and it's his coaching style, which gets teams in this position in the Premier League and and even worse so in in the Championship, so he, he's like I said at the very start of this, he he's not really going to be wanting fans going through those turnstiles. Well,
2: if you I'm not sure I can
3: fit through the turnstile these days. Like, yeah, no, I see him.
2: If you, if you cast your mind back to the Villa days, they were throwing cabbages on the pitch and all sorts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was, it was really bad for Med Villa. Like, obviously, we don't really know because we weren't sort of part of it, of course, but... He ain't seen nothing yet. I, I just feel like that 10,000 fans, besties comment about Twitter being being very... I mean, it is incredibly hostile and, and and all the rest of it. But it's not really, a, uh, sadly, it's not a true reflection at times because I remember the, the the thing about the 11 minutes, and I think the minute got got wrong. It was the wrong minute people walked out on or stood up and at the wrong minute. Yeah, and, wasn't oh, the it was wrong on, minute. Man. It
3: got changed ran well, whatever it happened, got, you know it got what changed. What I mean? but,
2: yeah. And there's a few times you go, I, I go to the game thinking this is going to be it. Like Twitter's full of it, and then now it happens, and I'm like, oh, oh, man, I was wrong there. But that's Bruce, a- br- 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 I do agree. Bruce obviously will definitely be saying to maybe you and his wife. You know, oh, Jesus, it's going to be a bit bad on Saturday. But I think he's seen a lot in his time, like a lot of shit and a lot of hassle from Hull fans from Wednesday. From, well, not me Wednesday, but certainly from uh, Sunderland fans, from from Villa fans, that I think he's very arrogant. He's so arrogant, man, that he, I don't think, I think he'll believe it won't be as bad or way wrong. He's such an arrogant character. You can get that in his interviews, how arrogant he is. And he's got, I, he's I just got, feel got no blind awareness
3: he hasn't he he seen hasn't be, be fans before they've got any
2: chance to say anything. <laughs> I mean, it, I I agree with Mark. I mean, it, it'll be you know, I mean, God, Matt, can you only imagine Toxic. if there was 52,000 allowed there? Toxic. Can you even imagine? You know what I mean?
3: But but and, and this, this could be probably running. one of the only times where, where you could probably see fans get, getting a chance to go into the ground, and the, they're not necessarily going there to watch the game, they're literally going there to show their disf- dissatisfaction over the last 12 months. So I got my hand up like a school, sorry. Um, (laughs) But what I was going to say
2: at the end of that was, I actually think outside of the ground where we're going to see it.
0: Yeah. Because yes, there's only
2: 10,000 can go, but you can have 500,000 outside. And Mm -hmm. I feel as if outside could be really, really heavy, to be honest. Absolutely. It definitely will be. I
3: agree with you. I do agree with you there.
1: The only thing thing that I I worry about is that sorry i was just going to say the only thing that i do worry about is if if you're going into that game and you need to get a result does does that impact on on how vocal everybody is um because i'd want to go to to absolutely give him pelt us and, and make his life an absolute hell but i've got a to have in my mind that I don't want to adversely affect what's happening on the pitch. I don't think I can do as, as bad of a job as what Steve Bruce is managed to I do the, the course of the year, but it's 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 tempering that that needs to get points versus giving him absolute dogs.
0: I don't think there's a realistic if, if there's a thirty eight league game league season and we go in for one home game and give him abuse, he's got thirty seven other games where he could have kept them up for them.
2: No, that's a very fair, fair comment. Yeah, and I think hasn't this happened before, where the debate of not going back, and then people have said, "No, I'm going to support the team," and results never change regardless of that. Yeah. And, and we, Christ, there's fucking nobody there at the minute, man, and results haven't changed. So <laughs> does, it, does it really there's, matter? You know I mean? There's nobody there at
0: the minute, and the fans are still getting the blame for the form.
2: Yeah,
3: well, that's very true. <laughs> Absolutely that's very incredible.
0: That's very so, this,
3: this is this is something which I want to talk about because. I think we mentioned last week or the week before we had saw a shift in the likes of the media where they were coming to terms with Steve Bruce not being a very good manager. And it seems over the last week, because we picked up two points against two poor sides on the day, and we've picked up two points when we've been looking at getting as many points as possible. And it shifted once again, where we should all obviously get behind Steve Bruce because he's going to come and take us out of this position. Steve Bruce put us in the position. Joe Cole, yeah, so I put something on Twitter, what Joe Cole said oh, the yeah. other day, and oh, he no. said that if if Steve Bruce wasn't there right now, Newcastle would be looking to appoint Steve Bruce to come in and get them out of this situation. We're in this situation because of that manager that you want to bring in to get us out of it. it. It makes no sense whatsoever. And, and like Besties mentioned as well, that it was Peter Crouch who was blaming the fans um, for, for the current run of form. What, what what have we done? <laughs> like What have we done? <laughs>
0: I've I've not been within Isaac in like James's Park for a year, nearly now the occasion to do up there, like, but but either I mean Joe Cole might be right that maybe maybe the club would be looking at Steve Bruce, but that's because the club get it wrong every time. There's not a there's not another Premier League team, and I've been saying this since July the 17th last year when he was appointed. There's not another Premier League club would be looking to appoint Steve Club Steve Club, Steve Bruce in this day and age. It just wouldn't be. And he's done his when he leaves Newcastle for all these pundits who are saying, oh, he's doing a really good job there. If if Brendan Rodgers leaves Leicester, is Robbie Savage going to be saying, "Oh, Bruce, he's Bruce, the man"? As Swansea come up, and I don't know who's in charge of Swansea. Net, Robbie Savage isn't going to be clamoring for Steve Bruce to get a job. He's doing such a good job at Newcastle. Gary Neville wouldn't have him at Man U. Peter Crouch wouldn't have him at Liverpool or Portsmouth or Villa. Sudden suddenly wouldn't other... have
2: him at Celtic. Like suddenly, you know what I mean?
0: Like it's you're right. Um, it's it's Newcastle fanship. It goes back to what Gary Neville said to us, Chris, um, when we were down in Manchester a couple of years ago. That, that's the level Newcastle fans are out and they should be happy with it, basically. But do, yeah. Do Instagram is all well, like Clark says. It's a good, it's a good thing to do.
2: Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's annoying and I think, like, for, I, I will be honest here, I will be honest, that I've seen Sue some some comments now when I went on my timeline before and all I'm saying is Suness and I'm like, fuck off, like, just, yeah, like, don't, don't, don't bother with it, man. Like, Mm. We're not going to be able to change Graham his opinion, so fucking don't give him any airtime. Do
3: yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just we leave also it alone. I saw um, Savage and Chris Sutton on, on BBC Five Live. That was a plant. Um, I said that as soon 100%. as I heard it. That was I've not watched that. that yeah, that's not a Newcastle it. fan. That's somebody who who's came on pretending to be a Newcastle fan. I think he starts a phone call with Arid. Like, it's, act- it's an
1: actor. Yeah, the
3: accent changes about four or five times in, in a three minute video, and it's really weird to say that if you, well, basically says that that Bruce has been playing uh, attacking football. And if we hadn't had the injuries, that then we'll be a lot higher than we were all. And if we keep on playing this attacking football and we get out of this relegation scrap, then we'll be looking at European football um, next season. So he, he's was that, put all was the little keywords sport? in there. Uh, was sport, yeah. It was five live. Five live. Five live. was five live. If, was if that up. wasn't
1: an actor, that was, that was somebody that hasn't watched us play. Doesn't doesn't follow the games other than watching match of the day or watching oh, that had a bad uh, highlights or season. something like that.
2: It was so, probably a Sunland fan or or, some, or a Villa fan. Just just had you know, no offense to Villa there, but I mean you know, just having a laugh. It was a plan and to, to cause kind
3: of, debate and, and anger. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and I think a lot of fans called it out straight away. Straight away. But, but social did you, media if, was full saying, nah, that, that's not yeah. real.
2: And we've been here with Richard Keyes, haven't we? We've been here many, many times with Richard Keyes, you know, hairy hands, having to go out with. And I, I just feel sometimes we're just... Sometimes you just need to remove yourself. It's impossible to do, because I understand people are get are very annoyed with it. But I just think... Janus says something, or Joe Cole says something. We're just on it immediately. And I'm like, I get it. I do get it. But we, we aren't going to be able to change the narrative, I'm afraid. We're just not. Mm. Like, so just... Don't give them any airtime. Every time yeah. I go on the search button on Twitter, it'll be that pundit's name is trending. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, what they said now. Because I know it's not going to be something good. You it's the I mean? misrepresentation it's what though, isn't it? That's misrepresentation of the fan
1: base that really gets to us because there's not a fan out there that thinks Bruce is doing a good job. There's there's nobody out there that is happy with the position that we're in. There's nobody out there that thinks we we don't deserve to be in the position that, that we are. Yet the media spin it a completely other way. They give an opposite opinion to that because they don't have to sit and watch it week in, week out. They see highlights. They see their other mates that are in the media telling the story, giving a narrative. And they believe that. They don't, they don't listen to the fans. There's very, very few people within the media circles that actually understand the situation that we're in. And they are, are the ones that are, are rightfully listened to. But they don't get... As much airtime as those that disagree, because it's it, we're not going to argue with them. So it doesn't it doesn't mean anything.
2: What, what what I'll also say is a lot of the opinions are from the older generation, for for want of a better word. Like, I'm going to throw this one out here. So Bobby Robson, we finished fifth, right? There was absolute hell on, there was hell on, and Janus was one of them players at that time. So, and, and listen, I'm not defending Janus. I'm just trying to explain what I'm meaning here. A lot of the people that are having a go or criticising were, I think are looking at that 20 years ago of, yes, we're finished fifth, and we weren't happy. And people, I was there. Honestly, Mark, I was there. You were there. There was people behind me. My dad ain't knocked somebody out, man, because he was having Robson's life. Some guy behind me because we're finished fifth. We missed out on Champions League. It's a fucking disgrace. You should be sacked. And mm-hmm. I think the Soonesses, your Janus is then people look at that time and and that's what's yeah. wrong. I think that's what's more annoying than anything, personally.
0: Yeah, Dean Saunders is another one who, very similar, as soon as he was, as soon as his number two, he was on the coaching staff at least at the time. And he said in the past, Newcastle fans demand success. And like, at the time, we were, by our that's standards, really successful. If, you know, when when Steve Bruce came in, the job, there was no one who thought, right, that's it, we expect it to finish in Europe now every year. I mean, but knew it wouldn't because he's shite. But the even when came in, when we got promoted from the championship in 2017, yeah? 16, 17, yeah, mm. I don't think realistically there's a single Newcastle fan who would have looked at that and gone, right, this is it, we're going to finish ninth, tenth. Like with under Keegan that time, football was totally different than he could do that back then. Yeah. No one thought would do that. No one, there's not a Newcastle fan. There probably is because there's like, weirdos everywhere. But there's, there's, there's not, a, 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 for the most part, Newcastle fans don't expect or don't consider that it's some sort of God-given right that we're going to finish in the top quarter, the top five, six of the Premier League. You know, we, we know what we are. We, we know that we're in a relegation struggle this year. If we stay up this year, the likelihood is we'll be in a relegation struggle next year. It's it's where the club is at the minute, and it's where the club will be as long as Mike Ashley's in charge, basically. I mean, it's...
2: And yeah, and the point is, we're just, we want more than that. Do you know what I mean? And in and you mentioned about what Gary Neville said down at the the, the thing there, like say, oh well it's, it's what you it's what you are. Mm-hmm. So hold on a second, you're your owner of a uh, Selfad ad weren't even a professional football club at that time. So can I just say to you, well, it's what you are, so just accept it? No. Yeah. You but want I- better for your football club? Every single fan does. So what's the problem with that? I've I've made
0: this point time and time again. I agree completely, that. Um I forget who it was. It was Mark Lawrenson. Newcastle want to win the Champions League. Aye. Yeah. Grims- Grimsby are bottom league too. They want to win the Champions League. It's not going to happen. But it's, what's wrong with fans having aspirations, wanting to see their club progress and do a bit better and a couple of promotions, in, in a-, a couple of cup runs? Look, look at Sunderland won the um, the Papa John's Trophy yesterday
2: and are that, delighted. Why not? If you're in a competition, go and win it. It is not to are right. At. I agree with you totally on that one. Yeah. I do honestly. I really do. I really do agree with that. And I think another thing for me, and I will shut up because I've had a drink, um, is I say that every week. Don't I I'll shut up? Day. <laughs> um, I never do. Sorry. Is I also think when you look at the team, and I'll come back to what I said about an hour ago, is I, I think all of us collectively, everyone watching here tonight, probably believes this this squad of players is better than fourth bottom. Yeah. It has to be better than fourth bottom. It's got to be, and. If we had an absolute dross team, I would sit here now and go, do you know what it is, right? We're doing Ari being fourth bottom. And I would I would hold my hands up and say, I don't believe in what we've got. Mm. But honest to God, when I look at the team we have, I feel, all right, we've got injuries now. That doesn't move away the last 27 games we've had. Do you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate now might be difficult. And unfortunately for us, we'll find ourselves in this position when we've lost them four players or three players. But um, previous to this, we should be mid-table, uh, you know, 11th, 12th, maybe 10th. And then, when these injuries do come around, it doesn't really matter. It's all, it, you know, I shit, but it doesn't really matter. And yeah. we'll find ourselves in a mess that we shouldn't be in. Well, that core of players that we've got have have proven that they can finish higher up
1: the table because we've done it. We've done it yeah. until Steve Bruce arrived at their club. Fair enough. We we, we we diced with that last season and we finished, you know, just, just below that mid table point as well. So, yet again, the players showed that they couldn't, couldn't do it. We're in a position, as you just said, where we've then gone and strengthened. So that, in theory, should push you on. But we all knew what was going to happen. We called it from day one that Steve Bruce, when he comes in, he has a bit of an impact. He gets a team playing well, but he doesn't have the longevity to to keep it going. And it's always that second season where things fall apart. History doesn't you- isn't a new thing. It repeats itself. It's repeated and- itself every club he's
2: been at. You're absolutely right there as well, because every single fan that ever watched was said, "We're well, riding, right we're well, looking games." You know, I, mm. I'm only going to throw one at you, but the Everton game, two-two away. I mean, we scored two goals in the second. Man, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and the amount of games where we'd come away from a game, and think, Jesus, how how have we won that game? And you knew that that could, that's not sustainable. That that mm. that that um, style of play and the look that we were having is unsustainable. And of, of course, it's it's caught out.
3: Yeah, um, I want to start and wrap this one up uh, because we haven't been going just Sorry. over an hour now. And now. Um, so, it, it, the podcast and the video tonight it is titled "Accumulation of Points." Um, so, so we'll cool. go around. Um, I'll, I'll end on this question before we we we'll, we'll do pack in tonight. Starting with you, Mark, are we going to accumulate enough points to stay up?
1: I'm not sure about us accumulating enough points I'm,
3: I'm, That's a question man ho-
1: ho- I'm a hoping <laughs> I don't think we'll get that many more points I think we might get maybe four or five points between now and the end of the season I think we'll only accumulate enough points if those in and around us don't accumulate more <laughs> What? You're speaking in riddles now <laughs> So I, I, the only way I think we can stay up is if people we'll get below us in and yeah, around that, us don't exactly points. points. I know Mark, but that means we've accumulated enough points, right? That's up, that's it. Up until this up until this point, we, we might have accumulated <laughs> enough <What>? points. <laughs> just answer the question. That's what I said.
3: I'm gonna change I'll change the question, right? This is like do you know when you're doing your homework and you like need to get the word count to a certain thing. Mark's just doing that, <laughs> just going round. Right. Um right, so Mark, will we'll reword it. Will we get enough points? Will we have enough points at the end of the season to stay up? Forget the other teams. Will we have enough? Yes. Okay. Um, Decker. Sadly,
0: no. Bestie. It depends on how many points other teams get, really, I suppose.
3: <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we'll, we'll, we'll go down, I think. I think we'll go down. I think, your, we'll, your point, Chris. I think we'll have enough points, but I think we'll get done on goal difference. Oh, God. So that's no as well, then. We'll not have enough points because. By virtue of the fact that we need more points, no, time. we'll have enough points. Just not enough many many goals. Well, that's not enough points, then, is it? No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> because then that team
0: have enough points. Yeah, but if we're getting done on goal difference, then we need one more point.
3: That's not a point. It's the same points. But it's too few. So still, up. still. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um I, I think I think we're destined to be relegated right now. Um, you look at the other teams and I, I know there was a little bit of a blip um, for uh, Fulham uh, against... Who was main City, was it?
2: Oh, it's funny. I told I me mean, you were so,
3: but, but they would yeah. expect it. It's not going to damage uh, right. their yeah. run, really, is it? Confidence yeah. will still be high in, in that Fulham squad because the, we can feel their breath on our necks now. Um, Steve Bruce said there's six Chris, or seven teams looking over the shoulders, Digger, What's your question? Do you know, and we've got Fulham last game of
2: the season. Do you, mm-hmm. do you think that that game will be the decider or do you think it'd already be done by that Fulham country? be safe by them I think. I think it's done by them. If if
0: it might be that we need to beat Fulham to catch Brighton or Burnley. Um but I think I think by that point we'll be more than four points adrift to be honest with you. If seventeenth or more than three points or, or more than two points but with bad goal difference, whatever it is that like Chris was saying earlier. I don't really understand it.
1: <laughs> I, I'm I'm just hoping when I look at Brighton's fixtures I think Brighton have got a very, very tough, tough run in. So I'm i think, just Mark, I at think if, you, if
3: try... you look at, I think if you look at our fixtures, or you, you can look at, at there's a lot run coming up for us where you look exactly the same and go, if, if we're looking at the last two games and, and not picking up a, a win, you don't look at that that cluster of games which are coming up for us and say that we're picking anything up.
0: The last kind of winnable run we've had this season is the one that we're just finishing now. Um, we've got Brighton, then we've got Spurs week after, then we've got someone else, then it's Liverpool. There's not like a run of three or four games where you go out and get like six, seven, nine points from there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's they are the other games we've, that we've just played or finished playing this weekend. So it's a weird one. If you, if you beat Brighton at the weekend, then you've got Brighton, you've got six points from four games. That That,
3: that, that is huge, Bessie. I think I think that game at the weekend yes. is huge. huge. That,
0: that makes this run that we've had on paper not too bad. I can say that I would say unbeaten, that's a good point actually Bessie,
2: Right, yeah.
0: unbeaten and with six points from four games you think well, oh, that's probably that, that's helpful if you lose it you've got three points from four games you've dropped points against Brighton against West Brom against Wolves you think oh, we're in trouble here yeah it's, it, it's, point, the, that. it's the, that thing of when you've covered a run of draws the result that ends it is massive yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's on Saturday night isn't it and my next question is going to be <laughs> and we're watching it live lads
3: as always, so we've already got a thumbnail <laughs> designed thanks to Jack who recently joined the team. So so Jack's already designed the thumbnail and it looks like one again as always lads, we'll see this um, and Mark uh, summed it up perfectly last week and said he would rather sit through the pain alongside us. Um But what I do need to do is not let Mark celebrate a goal 40 seconds before anybody else sees it. Yeah, it. Jesus, I took all the I'm, motion out of that one, Mark. I enjoyed it when Mark said hate... something.
1: I did apologise. <laughs> I did apologise. It was the the raw emotion and the, the pure relief of, of getting the goal that did it. He bested we really well mind. there,
2: didn't he? He did well, he though, did, a <laughs> penny He bit really well until
1: he blinked. He'd be great at musical statues,
0: wouldn't
1: he? No, he'd give us away. We'll be here watching it, live streaming it, but like as we started at the, the very beginning of the pod, podcast and as you've just mentioned there it is a massive massive game
3: yeah, yeah. you're right no you're right yeah ma'am um, so we'll, we'll see everybody then um, thanks for for watching us tonight there is there um, is
1: just a, a couple of things i'm i'm glad we've, we've managed to get this far and nobody's mentioned uh the fact that bestie's got three championship shirts hanging up behind him oh, oh daryl yeah, did two, two championships um, and one Division
3: One. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Daryl did put it in the chat earlier on, but I, I forgot to, to, to show it. Yeah, Sorry, it so,
1: so yeah, so that was it. And the, the other one is um, we've 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 done a little bit of a deal with the devil, and um, that were mentioned a, a little while ago. And uh, tomorrow, there's going to be a, an exciting podcast comes out with me on a on a rival channel with one of our friends who is in the the comments tonight over on on YouTube, Mister Corby. Who people oh,
3: might know from Twitter. There's, there's no rivalry, yeah, mate. We're all friends now now. There's, there's no rivalry here. So so we're just collaborating. So
1: yeah, so we've got a got a crossover podcast getting released tomorrow. Um, looking back on some happier times. Uh and we, we, we have mentioned a couple of times during these the questions and answers tonight, talking about uh Bobby Robson, the legend that is, and uh me and corps take a, a little trip down memory lane looking at the the early two thousands, um, looking at one two, and then focusing on the two thousand two two thousand and three season, which is is probably my my favorite all time season, uh, with that Champions League run that we, we had. So, I thoroughly enjoyed recording it. It was it was brilliant. Uh, obviously, I would say that because I'm, I'm I'm in it, but I honestly <laughs> do do mean that it was it was fantastic just to, to talk about the it is, the is that an audio podcast an or is it a
3: YouTube video.
1: Yeah, so it's it's gonna be out on, on audio. Um, so you'll be able to to get that from all good audio places. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so Mark hasn't told me yet. Um, I will, I will so you yet. so Mark, that. I think I think it's pretty wise that if you do tell everybody it is true faith who you, you have done this collab with. Um you haven't really mentioned them at all. So if you do search for, for true faith on Twitter or on Twitter, if you want to go on the, the likes of the, the podcast providers, so it'll be on iTunes, Spotify. It's where I normally what listen to mine. So just give them a, a search on there and you get to listen to, to Mark's lovely voice. My question, Mark, is do you raise enough points to make
0: it a decent podcast? <laughs>
3: Or does it depend how many points that podcast gets? Depends
1: how many points the other podcast gets. How many
0: points we make and <laughs> then UFC matters make and all that. Like, it's
3: all dependent on that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, if you do want to like the video, um, please do so. Um, we're all going to be making an effort to, to release the majority of these videos as audio podcasts as well uh, from now on for future upcoming things which are coming your way. Um, yeah, like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Um, we'll see you on Saturday. The us will be there, hopefully, on Saturday. Uh, more stuff coming this week as well, so you will have extra time later in the week. And um, Matty does have a podcast coming with a Brighton fan as well, just to get a rundown on what their playing style is like and how many goals they're going to score against us. Uh, and that's it. Um, thanks very much, and we'll see you in the relegation zone. Bye. Hopefully with some good news
0: really run the army's race in person at the pentagon army 10 miler general registration is now open go to army 10 miler.com to register today general registration presented by general dynamics register today at army 10 miler.com
3: sports social podcast network
0: okay round two name something that's not boring
3: laundry Ooh, a book club